Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, wow. Here we are into the final hour of the show. (laughs) A disturbing number of you are texting in to say that you're on your way to Harrisburg right now. (laughs) Uh, look, I, uh, you know, w- w- whatever, whatever floats your boat, right? So, uh, anyway, uh, final hour of the program. Glad you're along for it. I promise there will be no more urination stories for the remainder of the for the remainder of this show. Uh, at least today, you know, we're done with that for the time being. Do you have a little bit of music news to pass on? Uh, some odd sort of music news that may bring us into a you know something to talk about a little bit, and some sad news. Uh, we'll get the odd news out of the way first, and then maybe come back to that in a minute that um brenda lee coming on strong is right now 78 years old and as you know uh one of her biggest hits happened to be a christmas song it's the one with the f-bomb in it uh rocking around the christmas tree (laughs) i swear to you that's what she says it's not pumpkin pie you will not convince me that that's what she says in that song maybe we can pull that clip up later and i'll prove it but yeah that song has now been rebooted that uh, Brenda Lee did a video for rocking around the Christmas tree. Cause you know, it's almost Christmas time and you got to squeeze some more money out wherever you possibly can on something like that. Uh, and she did, I get, she did a music video with Trisha Yearwood and Oh, who else was in it? I just, Oh yeah. Tanya Tucker. So not Tanya. Tanya, Tanya Tucker and Trisha Yearwood uh, did the brand new video for this thing. And now it is topping the Billboard Hot 100 for the first time, 65 years after its original release. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree is on the top of the Billboard Hot 100 for the first time ever, making Brenda Lee, according to CNN Entertainment, now 78, one of the oldest artists ever to top the chart. She was just 13 years old when she recorded Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. And according to CNN, it debuted to modest acclaim in 1958, which means, yeah, nobody liked that song when it came out. Uh, Since then, it has become a mainstay for the season and is Lee's signature hit. So congratulations to her. And the sad news is we have lost another huge name in the world of rock and roll. And the guy whose guitar started out this song right here. Not Paul. <laughs> I want to save you. I want to save you any undue consternation on this. Paul McCartney, is, as far as we know, is fine. Denny Lane, lead guitar player for Wings, uh, co-founder of Wings, co-founder of the Moody Blues, has died at age seventy-nine. Uh, what an amazing career! 
and uh, sad news. I mean, the guy was just an incredible guitar player. Um, and I mean, anybody who's got those two, those two credits alone would be more than enough to make a career. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he was one of those talents, one of those guys who equally good, by the way, which is kind of a, a rarity in rock music, who was equally good on stage as he was in the studio. And the Moody Blues, very much a studio band. Uh, I mean, not quite to the degree that, like, uh, Steely Dan were, where they rarely toured at all. Uh, in fact, they tour more now than they did back when they were, you know, creating hit albums like Asia and all of that. But, um, you know, back then they just hated it. They, they were a studio band. They didn't like going out live. And Moody Blues, because they're kind of in that same boat. They tour more now than they used to. But... Um, they, I mean, it was just difficult because so much of their music had that orchestral thing about it. So it's hard to drag a 60-piece orchestra around the country with you. But uh, you see things like uh, Paul McCartney's Rock Show, the the uh, concert movie. And, I mean, Denny Lane was just incredible in that. Just, I mean, the licks that that guy was able to pull out live were absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, a sad goodbye to Denny Lane. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Really, really hate to hear that. That anybody who was involved in Paul McCartney and Wings uh, has left the building, especially the guy who was the lead guitar player. So, sad news there as well. A um, couple of things, though, to kick off the hour with as we get into this uh, the, this final hour for a Tuesday. Um, and, and a few bizarre stories to tell you as well. But, you know, I was just... Kicking through and you know, looking through a couple of different articles, and I landed on this thing. Uh, it's it's from Cracked, which is uh, Cracked and BuzzFeed are kind of the same uh, idea. They come up with a lot of listicles and things like that, and most of them are just tripe. You know, most of it's just like, oh yeah, whatever. But every so often, there's something in there that, even though their piece of it is not all that great it still sparks off a couple of ideas. Uh, somebody wanted to know what that song, it was Band on the Run. Uh, what we played there, a little bit of Denny Lane coming in on that one. But um, yeah, just one of the best songs ever and and a great career. But so this, this thing came to us out of Cracked. And I love this topic anyway. And we've done variations on this several times in the past. But their list is 22 totally bonkers things that people actually believe. And some of it goes into the world of superstition because I, I think that everybody, to one degree or another, even if we don't consider ourselves superstitious, there are things that we'll do just because they, they've almost become uh, kind of a habit. You know what I mean? It's like you don't really put any stock in it. You don't really believe anything bad's going to happen if you do it. But you just don't do it because you never have. Uh, the, the very first one of these that I ever heard, and I can still remember the day and where I was at the time. I was in summer camp. And we were walking down the sidewalk, and I noticed that one of the counselors that was walking with us, I was probably six or seven, and one of the counselors that was walking with us was consciously avoiding stepping on the cracks in between the sidewalk, what, tiles or whatever they are, the, you know, the, the little concrete. So... I asked him about it, and he said, yeah, step on, your, uh, step on a crack and break your mother's back thing. And I was like, what, what words did you just say? What, what are you talking about? And he said, oh, yeah, you've never heard that? That's an old, old wives' tale thing. And that's where 
you know, a lot of those things happen where we hear about them and go, oh, yeah, that's funny. It's it, like those those sort of old wives tale things. But then you'll find somebody who, even though he doesn't believe it's actually going to happen, he'd have to be cracked to think something like that would actually happen, but still wouldn't do it. It's like you change your behavior even if you don't seriously believe that there's anything bad that's going to go wrong. And a couple of the ones that they brought up in in the article, um, yeah, here's one Colin will love. The harder you press X on the PlayStation controller on any racing game, the faster you go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the more yeah. you shake the controller. Oh, yeah. Oh, the more de- you yell at the TV. Definitely. Yeah, Got to do that. And, uh, I mean, sports is another great place for this. Sports fandom, not sports themselves. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of guys who uh, you know, who actually play sports for professional sports for a living who are as superstitious as anybody. Goaltenders are famous yeah, didn't- for it. Mahomes, didn't Patrick come out and say that he wears like the same underwear? The same underwear, that's right. We every, did that every last game. week, a week and a half ago, something like that. Right. Um, and and Washed, his, of course, I assume. Yeah, uh, and has had the same pair since he was like in high school yeah, or something, something like, that. like that. So yeah, there's that. But uh, I mean, it, yeah, how many times would you find somebody who says, "Well, I don't believe. I'm not superstitious. I don't believe in any of that stuff." But you better believe every Sunday they're wearing their lucky jersey. Because if they don't wear it, their team's not going to win, <laughs> you know? And and it's like, you don't seriously believe that. But, I mean, how many times do you find yourself, like, a play is going on and something, like, you're watching a field goal that could be a game-winning field goal, and you find yourself, after the kick is off the kicker's foot and headed toward the goalpost, you, like, lean <laughs> you know, you, you lean blow, your body. You blow at yeah. the TV. You do the, the the waving of the hands, trying to get the ball to move. Yes, and and we all do it. It's like you know, you could just sit there, and it would it would have exactly the same result as if you didn't do anything. Like if leaning could make the ball go back in toward the goalposts, wouldn't the kicker lean? And I think sometimes they do too. You know, you'll see them there. It's like, whoa, come on, come on, come back. And yet they never do. Um, somebody else said, when, here's one I've never heard before. When I was pregnant with my son, I was told repeatedly not to lift my arms or it would strangle the baby. And eating strawberries would give him birthmarks. Well, yeah, I mean, there, there is the strawberry birthmark. I'm not, yeah, eating strawberries will do that. It doesn't. But there is such a thing as a strawberry birthmark. Yeah, so what? Did, what? You could see, I've never heard of that. Oh, a strawberry birthmark? Yeah, uh, my, my niece had one. And, and it kind of looks like a strawberry. It's, it's, uh, it's like a raised red bump. Oh, okay. And it's got like little, uh, not seeds, but it, it's got like, it, it's bumpy on the outside. It's not smooth. Okay. So it, it went away. I mean, I think she was probably three or four, but it's just something you just, grow out of. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So uh, she said, also, I went to a funeral and the old lady said, don't look at the body or it will mark the baby in some way. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, why? This lady needs to get away from her family because they got some bizarre ideas about how the world works. Um, Somebody said, when I talk to my plants, they grow faster. Pressing B plus down while throwing out a Pokeball increases its chances of catching a Pokemon. <laughs> How many video games? I mean, are, is video game culture full of anything other than weird superstitions? I mean, that and Easter eggs and, and yeah. stuff like that, I guess. What was the what was the Unlimited Life one? The up, down, up, down one? Oh, up, BA down, up, start. down, left, right. Left, uh, right, BA start. Yes, right. Unlimited Lives. And then uh, with, with Do- uh, was it Doom? I think was the one that had IDQD and IDKFA. Yeah, something like that. Uh, those that was ID. See, that one was a bit before. 
me. Yeah, IDDQD was, uh, that was invincibility. And then IDKFA was unlimited weapons. So you, you could just keep shooting forever and never have to reload. Um, boy, it's funny how that stuff stays with you. Yeah, that was 95? Probably? Yeah, I remember staying up. Uh, with a buddy in middle school going through the Guitar Hero yeah. games and just do it. We found all the cheat codes online. There's and then cheat you would codes? Have, yeah. You would just have to go through and play it in the, the secret menu screen or whatever it was called. I must be crazy. Cool, yeah. I just play games. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> I, I just, you know, turn the game on and just start going and let's see where this thing takes us. Uh, yeah, and here's the sports thing. Look, it says says the person who contributed to this, I know wearing a certain jersey, ordering a certain food, and watching at a certain place doesn't really help the Bears win. But every time I wear my Brandon Marshall jersey to this one sports bar, they lose. <laughs> yeah, it's like every well, time. that's just kind of what happens when you're a Bears fan. So, well, know, yeah. Just get used to it. Right. You could just say <laughs> every time the Bears play, the Bears lose. <laughs> That'd probably be the better way to go about it. But, okay, so, so cards on the table just between you and me and i promise we won't tell anybody uh if you text in or if you call in 913-586-7798 what's bad luck like is is there a thing that even even though you don't actually believe it that you still kind of avoid doing because somebody told you once it's bad luck to do that um, and, and I mean, there's how many things are there that are bad luck letting a black cat cross your path, walking under a ladder, opening an umbrella inside. I don't know why you would open an umbrella inside anyway, but that's supposedly bad luck. So mirror. Oh yeah. That's seven years, right? Seven years worth of bad luck. So yeah. What, what, what do you consider to be bad luck? And I mean, there are some of them like the black cat thing. Um, I, I know there's some history to it. That I mean, I know it's been around a long time, but the, the, you know they're sweeping someone's feet. <laughs> I'm sorry, somebody just texted that in and distracted me. Somebody on the text line said sweeping someone's feet is bad luck. Like if you're accident, like if you're sweeping the floor and you accidentally touch their feet, having sex in the rain, you made that up. <laughs> Come on, text line, you totally made. Well, granted, I guess everything is made up, but um, okay, let's see. On a dirt road, you oh you can't say deer or you'll hit one. So you spell it. Okay, yeah, uh, same is is kind of true of the what's what's the Shakespeare thing? Oh yeah, Macbeth. If you're in a production of Macbeth and you're backstage, you cannot say that word. You can't say Macbeth. You have to call it the Scottish play. So you know if you're just in conversation about it, it's like oh yeah, coming up next week we're gonna have a production of Macbeth. You can't do that. It's supposedly bad luck. Saying good luck backstage is bad luck. That's why that's where break a leg came from. Um, it was kind of supposed to, you know, it was supposed to cure the bad juju or whatever. So, yeah, phone lines are already ringing. If you've got one of these you want to add into the mix, do that thing. We'll take a brief time out. We'll get to your phone calls here just ahead. But again, what is the one that you've always heard the most often? Like, is is a bad luck thing? And is there anything that you avoid, even if you don't really believe that it's going to do anything bad to you? You just figure it's better better not to tempt fate. We'll get to it coming up. Stay with us. 913-586-7798. John Grayson here with you. Sharing a Tuesday on 98.1 KMBZ. 98.1 KMBZ. Hi. 
Hey, Coats for Kids, going on. Uh, we've, we've, we're in overtime now on Coats for Kids. It's going to be going on through the holidays. So if you haven't yet, please donate to Coats for Kids. Very easy to do. Just go to KMBZ.com. We're still short, and that's why we've had to extend things this year. We really, we've got a goal in mind we're trying to hit. We're, we're about $10,000 short. So we're going to keep it going through the holidays. Go to KMBZ.com. Click the button. It's fast, easy, and secure to make a donation or... You can do an automatic donation. Just text the word KMBZ Coats, all run together, to uh, 44321, and you can make an automatic donation that way. Put a coat on a kid in Kansas City uh, whose family can't afford one. It's $25 for one kid. So if you can donate 100 bucks, you can you know put coats on four kids right here in town. All the money stays here in town. Pinnacle Bank, our partners in this, thanks to them for helping us out with that big check last weekend. It got us closer but we're still short, so if you can help out, we would very much appreciate it. We're talking about superstitions and and things that you have been told are bad luck. Things that you don't really maybe believe it, but you kind of obey it anyway, you know, just to be on the safe side. Let's go to Mike in Topeka to kick this one off. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. Um, What's bad luck? So, honestly, I don't know where it came from, but ever since I was a little kid, if I'm out walking with a group of friends, you do not split a pole. This a is... pole or a tree or a parking meter, anything that you, your group of friends would have to split to go around, that's bad luck. That's, you know, that's on the list that I started this with. That cracked article has the split the pole thing in it. Somebody brought that up on the text line a little bit ago, and today is the first time I've ever heard that. Explain it again what splitting the pole means. So if you're walking with a group of friends, even if it's just you and one other person, and you're walking down the sidewalk or through a field or, or wherever you happen to be walking, if something comes into your path that you have to go around, whether it's a light pole or a street pole or a tree or a parking meter, anything that you have to split your group to go around it, that's bad luck. So you all have to go on the same side of it to get around it. Exactly. Even if it means going single file, that's really funny. So yeah, now, and- do, do you obey that? Well, in junior high, maybe like ninth grade, I I was really hardcore about it. You know, if if one of my friends split the pole, I would actually go back, walk around the pole to go on the same side as them. (laughs) But as an adult now, I don't really pay attention to it too much. However, I do notice myself tending to lean toward, you know, staying with the group if we're approaching whatever object. Love it. Love it. All right, Mike, thank you. Uh, Yeah, like I said, that was a brand new one on me. And now three different people in three different venues have brought that one up. Uh, Wild that I've gotten this far and just never heard that jacob in platt city's next hey jacob well i know what is good luck tell me uh two of the clan getting in at the same time <laughs> wait what what oh oh <laughs> yes right one after the other both of you all right so what's what's on the bad luck side for you so this is may or may not be relevant but it's kind of a superstition of mine and eh, for the most part anybody that's in the trades mm-hmm. and it's what we call the effening and i'll let you put that together uh-huh so what what that entails is is when you're on a streak of everything at your work going right, mostly like construction stuff like that. Yeah. Nothing's broken, nothing's blown up, nobody nothing's been wrecked, and everything's just going super smooth. And that goes on for a while, and the wind starts to blow in the right direction, 
The afternoon's coming. Yes. You never make note of it. You never say anything about it. It's like somebody on the text line brought up uh, for, for cops and EMTs and even people in this business in, in the you know, related to the news industry, never, ever say, boy, it's really quiet today. <laughs> uh, as, as a former fireman, I will attest to that. Yeah. yeah never, never. And, and it's always the like if somebody does say it, everybody else just stares at them like, what did you just do? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, out where I was during barn fire season, when when there was a long spell during one, and there wasn't any, because we had a lot of barn fires yeah. during the um, early spring and whatnot, and we'd go a long spell, and nothing nothing would burn. There was something coming. Yep. You got it. All right, Jacob, thank you. I, I tell you what, there's a bunch of you still on hold. We've got to hit the bottom of the hour. We've got traffic and weather coming up. We'll keep this going, and if you've got some more to add in, do it. At 913-586-7798. Yeah. Boy, it, never come into work in the morning and go, boy, it's a really slow news day. Oh, you have just set them off. <laughs> more to come on 98.1 KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Into the last half hour of the show and still talking a little bit about bad luck. Because why not? <laughs> just ran into this article about weird things that people believe, and so much of it was surrounding things that are supposedly bad luck. And I wonder, of all the ones that you've ever heard, are there any that you still kind of obey? Just because it doesn't, I mean, you know, like Mike was talking about with splitting the poll, it doesn't do you any harm to have everybody go on the same side of the poll or whatever's, you know, in your path. So it's little things like that, not opening an umbrella in the house. Um that's just bad luck because mom will yell at you if you do. <laughs> you know. But are are there things like that that you still pay attention to, even though you really don't believe anything? You know, the, like a rock's not going to come out of the sky and fall on your head if you do it. Sharon in Kansas City is up next with us. Hi, Sharon. Hey, I'll keep it short because I know about the time. Sure. I don't do Ouija boards, and uh, because when I engaged in one, I had a lot of bad luck. I had a friend who had a cat named Ouija. She wouldn't bring. Ouija in the house because I wouldn't let her, and I don't open and I don't open up umbrellas in the inside a building. Uh, my grandmother told me that was bad luck. I tried one time, yeah, it was. But the best thing I didn't like going under ladders. Uh, I mean, I was really fearful of that. And then one day I was walking downtown, and this guy was up on the ladder. I mean, he's high up there, and he was wearing a kilt. And remember what I've heard about men and kilts? I walked under that ladder. I tell you what, Jill's more beautiful than Hellsberg. And so now, when anybody's there or not, 
I will walk under a ladder because you don't know what you'll see. There you go. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Sharon, thank you. <laughs> oh, yes. We've had, some, we've had some interesting things said. Uh-huh. I think that might be one of my favorites. Definitely, yeah. Um, why the guy was on a, on a ladder wearing a kilt, I have no idea, but More hey. More beautiful than Ellsberg. <laughs> I'm keeping that one. Yeah, I am. I am definitely stealing that one from her. Off we go to Dave and Cardi next. Hello, Dave. Oh man, I gotta follow that. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I didn't line you up, man. I'm just taking them in the order they come. What's on your mind? Is that, is that a new band name? Uh, men in kilts on ladders. That's right. We could do that too. Absolutely. Why not? So, hey, do you know the origin of uh, bad luck on Friday the Thirteenth? You know where that comes from? No, I, I mean, I know the, the the like the numerology thing, but yeah, why Friday the thirteenth in particular? No idea. Uh, that was that was the day, and I don't know what year it was or month or whatever, but that's when they they uh, rounded up the Knights Templar. Oh, okay. Because they they were getting too powerful, and I mean, you know the story, you know. And it happened on a Friday the thirteenth, and it's just been it bad luck ever the, since. It was a Friday the 13th was the day that they decreed or whatever that they would round up uh, the Knights Templar. Of course, the ones that they caught, they okay. killed. Yeah, right. And, uh, and so that so ever since then, I mean, that's the way I heard it. Gotcha. Ever right. since then, uh, Friday the 13th has been bad luck. Well, yeah, and, it, and it's funny, too, because it's like you can't really avoid a Friday the 13th. You know, you can avoid no. walking under a ladder. You can avoid opening a, an umbrella inside. But you're going to have to live through Friday the 13th at least once a year. Yeah, well, and it's never been bad luck for me. There you I'll go. Tell you, I'll tell you a story about that some other time. All right. But anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Thanks. Take care. Yeah, I um, the, the the numerology thing is funny. Uh, I pay very little attention to it because, you know, I don't believe in any of that stuff. But I, it's funny because culturally, um, like the, the numbers in – Western, you know, Christian civilization, you know, Middle Europe and all of that, it was uh, the good numbers were three, four, seven, and then any multiples of those. And you can't make 13 out of any of that, at least not without repeating numbers. You could do a seven and two threes, but, you know, you can't, like, it's not divisible by any of those. So it kind of ended up because, well, three times four is 12, so 12 is a really lucky number, but the one right after that, because it has no connection to three, four, or seven, and the three is the trinity, and seven is, uh, oh, I don't remember, but there's reasons why. Uh, they're, they're considered to be the good numbers. And so 13, because it's one after 12, and because it's not divisible by any of those other numbers, it's considered to be kind of bad. That's that's on the outs. Somebody who knows more about it, I'm sure, will call in and fill us in on the details of all of that, about why 3, 4, and 7 are good. But um, in Chinese society, 13 is a very lucky number. So... You know, make of it what you will. And it's funny, you know, because people say, well, you know, it did all right by Dan Marino. (laughs) You know, guy won how many NFL MVPs and he wore 13 for his entire career. But people will retort, but he never won a Super Bowl. So eh. neither did Kelly and he wore 12. So what are you going to do? Off to Mindir we go in Lenexa. Hello, Mindir. Hi, how are you? Doing all right. So what's bad luck? Okay, so I guess there's a lot of things. My, uh, we have close family friends that are uh, really into um, 
astrology, astronomy, numerology, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, so we have a lot of things from time to time. Like, you know, we're green on Wednesdays. Um, like, it's just like, I guess, time periods in your life um, based on, like, you know, your birthday and all of that that determine that. Okay. Um, however, something that I've always uh, been told since I was a child is that if you, if someone's laying down, if you jump over them or you just walk over them, they will remain short for their life or you like, you know, they'll be short, like shorter <laughs> than they're supposed to be or you, you're going to be short. So uh, as a child, I would just like really quickly jump over the other person again and like walk around them instead of, you know. I see, see, now, now you've got me wondering if my sister did that to me when I was a kid, and and that's why you know five ten was as tall as I ever got. I I might have been supposed to be like six three or six four, but no, she jumped over me when I was a kid and see what happened. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> right. Mindy, thanks. Yeah, you know another one that's coming in. Hey, we'll get one more phone call on this in a minute, but but uh, another thing that's coming in over and over again in different areas, which is part of the reason why I love this stuff, is because there, there's a hundred different varieties of all of these, is all of the times when you're supposed to hold your breath. Because it's bad luck if you don't. Um, somebody mentioned going over a bridge, that you're supposed to hold your breath going over a bridge. The uh, cemetery. The cemetery. That's what the, I was yeah, that's the other one. by one of my grandparents growing up the only uh, time to hold your breath right. going past the cemetery. The only time you're allowed to breathe if you're walking past a cemetery is if you're whistling. Whistling past the cemetery is supposed to be good luck. So that's why I I have no idea. Now, I was told when I was younger, and I still do it every time I drive past a cemetery. Just, (gasps) yeah, hold the breath for as long as I can, but I don't know why I do it. Well, see, and the bridge thing is funny, too, because it's like, it's okay if we're talking about, like, the bridges of Madison County. But try that on the Bay Bridge Tunnel sometime. It takes you 45 minutes to get over that thing. Yeah, go ahead. Hold your breath. <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to be very good luck. Um, let's see. Somebody said, oh, huh, okay. I, I'm assuming you are because uh, somebody just texted in and said, black women will not put purses on the floor because the saying goes, purse on the floor, money out the door. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, that when you're talking about uh, anything dealing with money, a lot of it deals with where you are at the time. Like, uh, I mean, go to go into a bingo parlor sometime. I actually, uh, my my ex when we were in our twenties, suddenly got this yen for going to bingo. So I ended up going to bingo a lot. <laughs> is is that what I is a bingo parlor? What I think it is. It's just is a place it just where people go play bingo. bingo. I yeah. don't know if bingo is like a code name. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not back to the strip clubs. Okay. It's okay. No, uh, yeah, they like bingo hall, bingo parlor, whatever. But uh, there was a Seminole Indian casino near where we used to live. And th- and half of it was just a regular casino where you had slots and, and baccarat and all the you know, different uh, like card games and all that stuff. And the other half of it was bingo. And they made an unbelievable amount of money off of people playing bingo. But go in there and count the elephants. For some reason, there's some kind of connection with elephants and bingo. Like, if you're playing bingo, you have to have a little ceramic elephant or a little jade elephant or something like that in front of you. That's supposed to be good luck if you're playing bingo. Um, I'm trying to think there's, I mean, casinos. Yeah, you, you ever want to see people who are superstitious hang around the casinos sometimes? I love this move where... If you're playing a slot, like a video slot, 
that you hit the button to make it go and then rub the screen with your hand. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you think it's funny. I will laugh go. at that person in the face. Oh, man. And it happens all the time. Or, like, tapping. That, that's another one where you hit the button to start the, the reels going, and then you just tap on the machine. You know, just like, come on, come on. <laughs> People are weird, man. Off to uh, Pam, who's calling in from Lawrence. Hello, Pam. Hi. Hey there. What's bad all luck? I was going to say is I've never hit a hotel where they've had a 13th floor. France, oh. the U.S., they don't have 13th floor. And yeah, you're right, and it's not just hotels. Just about any building tall enough, office yeah. buildings and things like that, they always skip 13 and go right from 12 to 14. And those are supposed to be intelligent developers. Well, I, I <laughs> yeah, really. Okay, bye-bye. Have a nice yep, day. Take care. You do the same. Yeah, they're also supposed to be really good with numbers. I mean, aren't architects really good with numbers? And yet they can't figure out 13 exists. Oh, well. All right. Uh, final time out for the hour. We'll wrap the show. We've got a couple of quick stories to tell you on our way out the door, and then we'll hand you off to Dana and Parks for the remainder of the afternoon. They will keep you uh, They will keep you updated. We are getting a little bit of breaking news, by the way, and I, I just want to toss this in here real quick, and we'll see if we can get some detail. We started the show this morning talking with Wink Starrett, who will be here with us, by the way, for the first hour tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday as well. So very kind of him to stay uh, extra time, and we always love having him on. He's a blast. But we were talking this morning about what happened in Arlington, Virginia yesterday. If you missed this, there was a police standoff dealing with some guy who was shooting a flare gun throughout the neighborhood from his house and then started firing shots from a, from a gun And then as the standoff with police was going on, the house blew up. And we don't know why yet. The investigation is still going on. The belief is that the guy who was in the house died in the blast. Uh, Although I don't think that's been 100% confirmed yet. Although how anybody could live through that is beyond me. So it was this unbelievable conflagration uh, after the blast. And it went on for hours and hours. So uh, the the news on that now is that we didn't know and still don't whether it was just the guy turned the gas on and shot a flare off or whatever, or whether he had some kind of device, an incendiary device or uh, what do they call that? Uh, an infernal device, like a bomb, a homemade bomb or something. The FBI are now on scene and doing an investigation looking for pieces of what may be a bomb. So that doesn't mean they think there is one. They're doing the investigation now to try to figure out what it was that exploded, whether it was just the gas lines in the house or whether there was some kind of device in there that made that place blow up. If they come to any kind of conclusion, like I said, we'll get some detail on that before the bottom of the hour or before the top of the hour, rather, and uh, and bring it to you. Whatever we know, we'll let you know about it just ahead. John Grayson here with you. More to come on 98.1 KMBZ. 152 the time into the final segment of the program. John Grayson here with you on the midday show. Dana and Parks waiting in the wings coming up next. And again, yeah, sad goodbye to Denny Lane at age 79. Uh, founding member of Paul McCartney and Wings and uh, founding member of the Moody Blues as well. Um, just, yeah, reason enough to go back and revisit a lot of that music today. Anyway, uh, a couple of stories to uh, wind up the hour with, including that of the world's largest iceberg. Well, you know, Iceberg, Goldberg, Greenberg, it's all the same thing. Um, it, this this thing, Iceberg A23, they said, because, we're, you know, we're bad at math and measurements, it's the size of three New York cities. So 
if you're going to use New York City as a unit of measure, you get three of those in one iceberg. And this thing, it broke off years ago and had been sitting on the bottom. So it broke off of Antarctica uh, a few years back and floated out a little ways and then got stuck on the bottom of the ocean where it had been ever since. But over the last uh, couple of weeks, it has refloated itself and is now headed toward shipping lanes, which is great. 4,000 square kilometers, about 1,500 square miles. And it's on the move in the Antarctic Ocean, headed toward a place that they call Iceberg Alley. <laughs> Lovely. Recent satellite images, according to NDTV.com, indicate that the iceberg weighing almost a trillion metric tons is currently swiftly moving past the northern tip of the Antarctic Peninsula, propelled by robust winds and currents. Uh, remains unclear why the berg is making a run for it now. Well, probably because it melted enough that it's not stuck on the bottom anymore would be my guess. But, you know, I'm just an amateur. Uh, over time, it's probably, yeah, hey, look at this, says an expert. Over time, it's probably just thinned slightly and got a little bit of that extra buoyancy that's allowed it to lift off the ocean floor. See, why didn't they just ask me? A23 is also among the world's oldest icebergs. Because as we said, it got lodged at the bottom of the, uh, the sea near the South Georgia Island, uh, presenting a concern for Antarctica's wildlife. So, eh, okay, we'll keep an eye on it and let you know if it becomes a problem. It could, because that's what our shipping lanes need, is one more problem. <laughs> Haven't we had enough of that? Uh, so that's going on. Uh, elsewhere, let's, let's go to almost exactly the opposite end of the globe and talk about what happened in Canada where they had a little problem. There's a town not terribly far away from Toronto called Oshawa, Ontario. And they had a little problem at the zoo, don't you know? Because one of their kangaroos escaped. Now, to me, the only thing funnier than, a, than an escaped kangaroo is an escaped kangaroo in Canada. I don't know why, maybe because it's about as far as from Australia as you could possibly get, but there's just something hilarious about that because I picture a lot of Canadians going out, you know, around being terrified by a uh, by, by a kangaroo, by an escaped kangaroo, and somehow finding a reason to apologize to it. Oh, sorry, eh? So Sergeant Chris Baleo said that officers on patrol spotted the missing marsupial around 3 a.m., on a property near Oshawa and were, quote, able to keep eyes on it for nearly four hours. All right, brief time out on this one because you know that entire four hours was spent with a bunch of cops on the radio to each other going, okay, we know where it is now, eh, but what are we supposed to do? <laughs> and they had absolutely no idea. And, and one of them made a mistake. Because in the meantime, the uh, the pair were able to get in touch. This is the pair of cops were able to get in touch with the kangaroos handlers on their advice. They said they actually just grabbed it by the tail. Here's a little bit of advice. Uh, if you happen upon an escaped kangaroo, don't grab it by the tail because the female kangaroo punched one of the officers in the face during the apprehension, uh, later police identified, or they clarified rather, that uh, the officer had been struck, not necessarily punched, by the kangaroo. 
Okay, what does that mean? Well, it was struck, but not necessarily punched. Uh, It's something that he and his platoon mates will be remembering for the rest of their careers, he told the CBC in Toronto. After she settled down, police were able to transport the kangaroo back to the Oshawa Zoo, where she underwent a medical exam. Okay, how else would a kangaroo strike you if not with a punch? Did it headbutt? Oh, I hope it's a headbutt. Oh, and I hope maybe like a jumping drop kick. Not only do I hope it's a headbutt, I hope there's body cam video. Don't you want? (laughs) We'll let you know if we can find it. We'll pop it up on the Twitters for you. Hey, have a great rest of your day, Colin. Nice job as always. We'll be back here at it again tomorrow morning at 10. Dana and Parks up next on 98.1 KMBZ. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.